This is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ. Yes, boys. What's happening? What's happening, fellas? Woo! We're back, baby. Post-credit scene podcast. What was podcast. the point of you mentioning Flash? Ooh. There's a joke there. I haven't got it. Flashpoint, you fucking knob. Oh. <laughs> He's back. That's the first dab pun of the, of the whole yeah. thing. De- decent. Decent for you. Yeah, decent yeah, for yeah. You. Right, yeah right. Oh, yo, yo, yo. That was quick. <laughs> Flash, quick. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a post. This is a 14 HQ original, firstly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, the post credit scene podcast is back. Season two in a new set, as we've mentioned before, if you listened to the last episode, which you should have. There's no reason for you to not have listened to our last episode. Do you know what I mean? What, what kind of crime is that, man? Honestly. Because we talked about some of the things that we've watched in uh, January 2023. Some really good stuff. So check out that episode if you haven't done so already. Um, but we're back to give you guys an Ant-Man and a Wasp Quantumania review. Uh, myself, Manny and Push were invited to this media screening yesterday. In- hold up, hold up. Reword that, fam. Yeah. Yourself, Manny, Hush. And Jason were invited <laughs> to the fucking multimedia screening, right? And guess what, guys? Mr. Roundabout himself, okay, didn't turn up. Jason couldn't make it for, for reasons uh, that he's kept to himself. Work. Mm. But we were present. Uh, we want to fake Hive Media for the invitation as well as Marvel and Disney. Um, hopefully, it's uh, the first of many this year. Uh, hopefully, the podcast can just continue to grow from strength to strength, really and truly. And thank you to you guys, man, for supporting and loving us. So, what we're going to do before we maybe be, get. Be, be, before we do, uh, were you a bit disappointed that the day we had to go on with some Valentine's Day, guys? Yeah, I'm trying to draw me. It's true, he's a guy. He's trying to draw me, of all the people. Did, did you have plans beforehand and then did you have to. You know what? <gasps> did he? Do you know I what, love it. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm not even gonna engage, and you know why I'm not gonna engage? Because I know what I have. I have artillery on man. <laughs> but sly but dogs. It's not, it's not every day, in it. Sometimes you just have to pod. Yo, if if, uh, if you were the Ant Man, who was your wasp? <laughs> 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 Do you get it? You're definitely you're definitely a can because you ruined it. Uh, <laughs> I just I'm just I'm just you know running out of time. <laughs> uh, at some point during the episode. No. Sorry, God, guys. <laughs> Alright, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. You, you boys carry on. Oh, I love it, man. Let's go. Uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to get to the depths of the film, our favourite aspects of it, maybe what we didn't enjoy so much, mm. where we see uh, the MCU now as a phase going forward and what we're looking forward to. Um, before we do so, do you, do you guys want to do a draft game? Did you want to do one? Yes, do one, man. Uh, bro, can we forgot about it, but let's run it. Let's run it. Who's up against who today, fellas? Oof. We haven't planned it, so it's going to be off the cuff. Let me start. Let me do one for you guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah? Off the cuff, yeah? Off the cuff. Ooh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, wait. Are, are we doing it film and TV related, yeah? Film and TV. Yeah, maybe. I think it should be Marvel related because of film. What's that, man? Yeah? Marvel related? Come. You give me What have you got in your locker for us? All right, man. Uh ooh ooh okay ooh all right cool this might be uh, a good one let's do let's do uh go supporting cast mm. okay I- i'm gonna go with manny first draft pick N- number one pick baby uh uh supporting cast I, I don't no, know. he has to. You have to give the criteria for supporting cast. Yeah, it can be so any anyone that isn't named in the film. Huh? So if your name isn't in the film, you're supporting cast. No. So for example, I'll give you an example. Okay, I'll give you an example. In Black Panther One, 
okay, you can say that Shuri is a supporting cast member, but you can't use her for obviously for for, for BP two. Does that make sense? So it's individual films and so as long as individual the, series. As long as they are not the main seems character, seems like you're making a bit or the main thing. Then boom, supporting cast member. Right, so you're the ref. You decide. Yeah. So name the supporting cast member and the film or series. Ah, cool, Manny. Obviously. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to, and this is a bit of a cheeky one. I know what you're gonna do. I, I'm gonna pick Spider-Man for Civil War. Do you know what? That is a quality pick. That is that is a quality pick, buddy. Like, Great stuff. Justify your pick, brother. Um, I I remember when that film first came out, and I think there was like rumors about Spider-Man potentially coming on. And then I, I don't think we didn't see the trailer of him, did we? We did. Oh, we saw we saw the trailer the of him. Final trailer. I, 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 I just remember we just gas. We just gas as uh, regards. No, no, as in the scene of him actually being in the film. It was it was in the trailer, but it was only the last like when he when he caught the shield. Yeah, it was just a gases. It was just a gases. Yeah. And that's also, fun fact: when Marvel got that scene right, they only bought 13 uh, minutes of Spider-Man from Sony and didn't even know that they could use him for future movies. They just hoped that Sony, that Sony would watch the film and be like, "Okay, fine." They <laughs> did, did a great job. Am I allowed to go? Let's go. go. My pick, yeah. All right. So my pick is <laughs> Professor Charles Xavier and Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. He's done well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know what? As a weak pick, though, because he, he, he has a short span. Um, but my justification on that is more so the gravitas of the character. Yeah. Um, his history within the law of Marvel, and uh, as a, as a leading founder of the X Men, his power, and, and the fact that we wanted to see him for so long as well, I yeah. feel as though he justifies that pick. He's selling it though. He's selling it. I call it. I call it. I call it more of a cameo. But I said it more. Okay. Um. So this this I feel like you might you might flag it. Um. I think that. If if this is classed as a supporting cast, I, mean, I think he's one of the best supporting cast uh, cast that we had in any Marvel film. Yep. And I am gonna go with the Winter Soldier. So in uh, cold in um, good pick. Captain That's America. Fantastic oh, pick. Great pick. Very good. VAR. Yeah. Great pick. We're good to go. Uh, I I completely agree with you. He's a uh, he made that film for me. He made yeah. it. Um, and obviously the tie with Captain America. And the relationship that they have means there was more gravitas to their situation. Yeah, one hundred percent. Good pick for me, bro. I'm not even mad at you for the great pick for that one. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Don't know there. You kind of stumped me a bit, actually. Um, That's a great pick. There's a few that I've got in mind. When you're not playing the game, it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the pressure. It's the pressure in, in the moment, man. And people are gonna be like, "You guys are taking so long to pick." Um. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Hmm, 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 hmm. Give me a, make me have to think quicker. Give me a countdown or something. Uh, all right, cool. So after he does the second pick, okay, we'll do uh, thirty seconds per pick. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with Loki. Four. In four. Uh, which, which one? one? Four one. Because that was firstly like the introduction to the character. Uh -huh. um, we get to know who he is and what he's like, and yep. going forward. We find out even more about him. He kind of like it gives him a springboard to become Loki in the future films. Yeah, and that's where the character attachment that we had to him starts as well. So, um, yeah, the mental thing. Okay, so no yeah, more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your second pick, right? That's my second pick. All right, now thirty seconds now, guys. Here we go. Um, again, I feel like could could be could be flagging. I think like I'm using um similar tactics that I did in my last round. <laughs> um. I need somebody to head my intelligent division. Oh, um, I need someone that's um, also always thinking on the spot uh, and can terrorize our, our whole group of Avengers. So I am picking 
Ultron from um, Avengers: The Age of Ultron. Hold up, pause. Fear. No goal. No goal. No goal. I need, I need a reason. Unfortunately, his protagonist, man. Okay, I, I wouldn't call it a supporting cast member. Um, he like I feel like, especially in Marvel films, I feel like usually the the protagonists are co leads. Do you know what I mean? Um, especially especially like Ultron. We spent but a then lot the of argument them. is Winter Soldier. Yeah, I don't think so because. Um, Unless you're going to use Hydra as your overall basis. Exactly. No, you, you weren't thinking that. On, on my mother's eye for what? You were thinking that. On my mother's eye for what? I was about to go there. I was about to go there. And be like, Hydra is just, they are the bigger picture. Okay. Also, and, and you know, like you said, there was much more to it. Ultron, sorry, man. Okay. okay I guess. Ten seconds. Oh, flip. I, can't, I can't think of anyone. Um... It wasn't 10 seconds. It was on like 27. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, how about that? <laughs> it counts when you press it, bro. <laughs> Bang. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of films. Uh, did what? Three, okay, I got it. Two, so I need to one. think of somebody um, that can withstand um, Dr. Xavier. Um, and I think I am going to pick a supporting cast member from No Way Home, which is Dr. Strange. That is definitely supporting yeah. cast. No, it is. Yeah, it is. Good pick. Good pick. Thank you. Very okay, good I'm going to counteract you with the same film. I'm going to go with Green Goblin. Willem Dafoe's performance was outstanding. <sighs> uh, charismatic. It was great to see him return. It was great to see some yep. of those heroes return. Yeah, villain, shall I say? But I think him in particular stole the show with his just general acting, yep. the way he, you could see it in his presence and his face. He dominated the screen. He did. Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin. That's my third pick. Boom. Fourth yeah. pick. Let's go. That, that, that was a great pick. Uh, I'm, I'm actually stumped right now, man. It was like 30 fucking I things know, you could pick from. I know, but when, when you're on the spot, it's kind of... just films? Nope. Series two. Okay, series. Um... Okay, then um, I'm going to pick the female Loki from Loki. What's your, what's your reason, bro? To, to challenge your Loki. And <laughs> <laughs> to cancel each other out. That's literally it. <laughs> okay, okay. I think that's I think that's your weakest pick so far. Um, fair. I I, I hear it, but I, I, I feel like in in the long term we look like a strong pick. <laughs> okay. This one's got legs, got potential. Young buck. We, yeah, we'll we look back on this in about six, seven years in retrospect and be like, yeah, that was a great pick. Okay, I'm gonna contract you again with the same film. I'm gonna film series. Sorry, I'm gonna go with He Who Remains, Jonathan Majors. Um, we only got to see him in episode six, firstly, so I think that was a good reason to pick that. Yeah. Uh, he was like a feature, you know, he wasn't a, you know, someone that was important to the series. But he brought a, a justification to so much that's happened and is going to happen in the future of the MCU. Introduce us to the fantastic Jonathan Majors as well. So that's my number four. I could argue he should be higher. I should have thought of him earlier, but... It's a great pick. And I'm going to do something very nasty. And I'm going to pick... Um, he who remains from the What If series. Is there any supporting characters in that series, or is it, or is it all just like leading stories? I think the characters in each episode uh, have leading stories apart from mm -hmm. the overall narrator. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll accept. Okay, I'll accept. Okay, cool, guys. But you, uh, just to obviously, uh, I mean, you've got your last pick, right? Last pick. So yeah. No. Oh, you started, right? Yeah. Okay. He's done. Okay, so my final pick will be. You start a strong man, but oh, no, you, you yeah. just, just end a bit weak. Do you know what? I'm going to go with an ob a bit of an obscure one. I'm going to go with Ag 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 Agatha Harkness in, oh. in um, okay. WandaVision. And the reason for that, I feel as though 
they, it brought the law of sort of the witch, the, the law of the witch um, aspect to the MCU, which we haven't seen before. Yeah. It also made Marvel make decision to then give her own series because she wasn't that wasn't in the pipeline before. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it made people appreciate Catherine Hahn's acting skills as well. Um, and her acting was phenomenal in Wonder Woman. It was. Great. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of her going forward in the MCU. So Catherine Hahn, shout out to you, shout out to the MCU, shout out to Kevin Feige, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Draft done. Oh shit! Hey guys, what under? Okay, there was a few that you missed. You know, like uh, the wasp. You know, mm. that's a. I don't think the wasp would have picked over any of my five. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have picked too. Fair enough. You got people like uh, Rody. You know Rody's I mean? good. Rody's good. He's been he's been there for like a minute now. You Rody's know what I mean? Good. Like backing this team. Uh, you can pick um, uh, like uh, what's the name? Nebula. Nebula's good. Okay. Yeah. You know? I was thinking of Gamora. I assume, but I say I, she's the lead. She's the lead. Yeah, she's the lead. Would have been a, Rocket's a lead as well, wouldn't he? Yeah, I say, I say all, all of them. them are leads. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely leads. Yeah, um, yeah, but like, yeah. Um, that, that, What's that's it? Groot is a lead. Yeah, he's got three lines, isn't it? But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's there. You know what I'm saying? But um, let's let's get into this. Uh, before I maybe give a premise of this film, boys, just talk to me about your feelings, just around maybe phase one, two, three, four, very briefly, very briefly, and then obviously. Ant-Man as a whole and how Ant-Man fits into the MCU. So maybe who's first? You can go and give me your, your thoughts on Marvel Cinematic Universe as it stands today prior to watching Ant-Man. Okay, cool. Perfect. Um, I, I'm going to use one word to describe each phase. Okay, phase one, I'm going with introductory. All right, it was beautiful. It was a great start. Um, as we know, the great Robert Downey Jr. didn't even know what he kicked off, so shout out to him for that. And um, Iron Man 1. I said this to Bob today actually i said to him like the thing of iron man one is that is that um the film itself wasn't amazing right but you know when you just get a feeling when you watch something and, and you go yo something special is, is is about to go down here you know right. there's, a, there's a there's there's a bigger story and i feel like that film and the first avengers eclipses that whole phase so um the first phase i think was done um, almost to perfection um the film's the uh, the origin films weren't all fantastic, you know, like um, c- uh, c- uh, Captain America, etc., etc. Phase two, yeah, first Avenger, Thor, um, you know. Um, phase two, we got a, a wider array of um, of characters. What I liked about phase two, though, was that um, sorry, what I think was defined uh, phase two was the, the directors. Marvel used various other. Um, directors and the ones that they did use again like Joss Whedon and that kind of stuff that was their last time working on Marvel films do you know what I'm saying so then after I'm that glad, though, I'll just be honest I had to give a retrospective visit I had to do a numerous number of retrospective visits yeah. to phase two and some of the Joss Whedon films and they weren't as bad as I actually thought they were they weren't there were some there were some misgivings and there were some things I weren't happy with but Age of Ultron for example I used to shit on it I, I like the film and I'm like you know what it, Good film, Age of Age of Ultron. Good film. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I totally get your perspective. Yeah, over, overall, uh, and it started the era of of the of the Russo brothers. And Phase um, Two had had some good films: Ant Man's Introduction, exactly. uh, Age of Ultron, Guardians yeah. Galaxy, yeah. Captain America: The Winter Winter Soldier. It opened the wider world. Or Dark World and Iron Man Three. Yeah, was, uh, Phase Two. Very, 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 very dope. Opened up like the bigger world. I think Guardians was the key movie in in in, in that phase. Oh, because of the aspect of sort of Thanos and, and the, Correct. going into like an intergalactic space world rather than being a, yeah more where it was more grounded before. And mm. I think like the tone was completely different to the other Marvel films. Um, 100%. It gave it to be more comedic. And I yeah. Think actually, yeah. 
you know, doubled down on it. They've doubled down. Across all the films. They've used Guardians as a fucking blueprint. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, it's just, fun, it's fantastic, man. I mean, we can um, maybe talk about whether that's worked another time, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, phase I one. Sorry, I think there's some, aspe- I know we're going to get into Ant-Man now, but I think there's some aspects of Guardians of the Galaxy in Ant-Man regards to the visuals. Oh, 100%, bro. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, 100%. 1,000%. Which were blessable, by the way. Uh, phase three, very, very briefly, maybe. Phase three, dope. Um, phase three was obviously the phase that we were all kind of uh, <laughs> it was the best phase. Anticipating for. Even if you take away the two big giant films, it's the best phase. It's the best phase, man. It's it's it's. The, I think yeah, phase three is the one where people that weren't into Marvel started catching up with Marvel. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was the one. I, I, th- I think that's when I started probably taking in. Um, MCU films was the beginning, and just going back and just being like, "Raw." From from like from the beginning, because obviously it was the build up to um, Thanos, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I probably started rewatching the films more often. Yeah. Um, so that, that, I think yeah, Phase Three did a lot for the MCU. It did, it did. And then Phase Four, as we know, we all have mixed emotions about uh, Phase Four. Me personally, I'm a, I'm slightly biased. I'll be very honest. Okay, I am slightly biased, but I'm I'm a, I'm a Liverpool fan, guys. I'm a believer in it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I believe in the wider vision. I get why fans didn't really go hard of it, you know, but I think people are, 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 are being a little bit overcritical moving forward. Yeah. My um, opinion. Amani, just talk to me about your your perspective on, on Ant-Man as a franchise and as a character and what you've maybe enjoyed so far. <laughs> um, I think what I enjoyed mostly about Ant-Man from the first few films and obviously him um, featuring on like Avenger films and what, yeah. what sort of was... So, yeah. The comedy, w- without a doubt, um, I think, I think he's definitely the most in like in regards to comedy. Ant-Man's definitely be my favorite in the MCU films. Okay. Really? Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I wasn't, and by saying this, I wasn't like a big fan of the Ant-Man films because the comedy is literally the only thing I would have gone back to. Um, okay. So, you, so you think that it beats out Chris Pratt's uh, Star Lord? Yeah. yeah. And you think it yeah. beats out um, uh, Chris um, Hemsworth, Hemsworth yeah. on Love and Thunder? And you think it beats out uh, Tony Stark in any film? Tony Stark's yes, but more, it's more dry. Yeah, it's not like I'm. Tr- it's not. Like I'm. T- it's it's it, like with with Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. The funniness is just that um, you are you're having funny moments with your character. Yeah. Paul Rod's Ant Man is just funny. He's just funny. Even in the opening scene of Ant Man, he's just walking down, just looking at his face. You're just a funny guy. He's a funny. <laughs> <laughs> you're just a funny guy. So yeah, Paul, Paul Rod. I think he's the funniest. Um, person working in the MCU actually yeah. working in the MCU so the um, comedy aspect is definitely the thing that I was looking forward to mm-hmm. the most and man I do feel like the stories and the, um, and the supporting cast and the antagonists that we had within Ant-Man were a bit weak for me they weren't, they weren't that that enjoyable um, oh I'll, I'll, I've got some some points on that yeah, okay um, the, the, the one that, that enjoyable for me but saying all that I was looking forward to this film Yes. Um, why, um, why, um, why so? Uh, kicking off phase five, um, um, deeper dive into Kang and and the multiverse. And I know I've spoken about Marvel fatigue, fatigue and me kind of being tired in regards to how they have approached the multiverse so far, especially when we had it with the multiverse of, of madness in, yeah. in Doctor Strange, which was sadly really disappointing. I was a bit over it um, and it felt like quite a lot and excessive. Yeah. Um, but obviously having this, I guess, break mm-hmm. from watching that much MCU and then being introduced to the big bad of the phase um, was something that I was looking forward Real to. Real general. Especially jo- uh, John's major, Jonathan's major's performance at the end of Loki was just I think by the end of the year we're going to have we're going to see Jonathan Majors absolutely across ev- almost everything uh, we've watched. Bro, yeah. Uh, but no complaints. No, no, com- yeah, no complaints at all. Um, but yeah. Bro, shout out to him, man. Honestly, man. Um, and Huss, 
anticipation for the film prior to going into it, what were you thinking on how are you how are you feeling about this about this film? I don't know if you remember, but last year on the pod, I think first couple of episodes in, I actually said that I'm not that I wasn't looking forward to it. Okay, do you know what I mean? Okay, and I said that okay because um, I had a I had a uh, I I think I put all my hopes at the time on Doctor Strange, Morbius Madness. <laughs> do you know what I'm or saying? Or the phase of just for the MCU. Or? I think for like the kickoff of like the dynasty. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Okay. Right. As in passing the baton from yeah, Doctor yeah. Whereas like Doctor Strange for me was just like another film. You know what I'm saying? It was good, obviously, like in my opinion. Okay, but I it was think just good is fair. Yeah, yeah. I think good is fair. Yeah, I, I think it was just, but it was just another film. Yes, it was interesting and asked questions, blah blah blah. But it was not one film. Now this is what I said afterwards. Okay, in my immediate reaction, I felt like this film was what Doctor Strange, what I thought, sorry, Doctor Strange was meant to be. Um, so I think that's why I was kind of excited to it because because I I moved my hopes towards that man, um, and it's a year difference, man. So it's a long time to <laughs> to be moving your hopes. I for. think I think what's interesting about Ant Man before we maybe get into the actual premise of the film and so on and so forth is that it gives a slight shift in tone for Ant Man in regards to the fact that there's actually, from what you'd like to assume, there's now stakes. There's actually like high stakes, which is like universal. Um, which will affect the universe of the MCU. Mm. Whereas before, a lot of the things that happened in, in his films were kind of very grounded and, and situated within his... Well, especially the first film, anyway. Yeah. It was very much grounded. And then, obviously, they introduced the quantum realm. Ant-Man then becomes the key towards Endgame and his 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 uh, his character builds over time. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they've actually done it quite well with Ant-Man, if I'm do you, do you know the point that I was, I was, I was going to make about... Man, which I which I think is I actually think here yeah, that Marvel do this ex, do this extremely well, you right? Think Marvel do everything extremely. Well. I think they do this extremely well. Okay, I'll talk about how about this here. Yeah, you can quiz me on you, you. can give me you can give me a draft picks on the L's, and I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll cry, but but, but that, I'll do that. that will actually be a good draft. That actually be a good draft pick still. The, the worst mistakes that MCU have done. Correct. Yeah, um, but we'll get to that. Yeah, but I think what. What Marvel do really well, yeah, is that sometimes, okay, they 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 soft launch like a character, right? Mm -hmm. And then the sequel is like, this is what they can do. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, Captain America one, for me, soft launch. Okay, Winter Soldier, oh my god, yeah. Civil War, oh my god. You know what I'm saying? That Captain America thing, let's not take too long away from the actual film, but that's that's largely based on the directors, in my opinion. No, 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 but like massive. But, that, that's my point exactly it's like when you're ready to come back boys when you're ready oh yeah <laughs> so, shout out to my guys man yeah like i think they do that now really well now i'm about to do something pretty cool here yeah but i think yeah that ant-man the way that he has been so integral yeah to marvel in general is is it shows how you know the little guy can just you know sneak in you know and uh have, have a little lucky. have a little have a little movie to play like bro, like the whole the whole plot of Endgame is due to this guy. Centers on him, yeah. yeah. And centers on not just him, his knowledge, mm -hmm. okay, and his first film. You know, the whole quantum realm thing. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, bro. Relationship with Hank. All of that, bro. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So that is so key. And and then now it's he's he's done it kind of a, like again where like you kind of feel like wait a minute. Marvel gave us two films where it was in his house. He was doing heist films and this and that, and, and yeah, he fought some like some some ghost lady, and it was cool and da da da. da but like it wasn't like like I said, the stakes weren't staking. Right. Right. Whereas now, like, ever they drop him into this, and and do you know what? It doesn't feel unnatural. Okay. But how have they done that?
This is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ. Right, let me get into the premise of this film and then because we've actually probably taken longer than we planned to talking about um, this film. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is an up-and-coming superhero film based on the Marvel comic superheroes of the same names. The film is a sequel to Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, as well as Avengers Endgame. Cool! This is the 31st film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the first instalment of Phase 5. The film is set to be released on February 17th, 2023. Hopefully the episode should be out by then. The film is directed by Peyton Reed. He returns again and stars Paul Rudd as uh, Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man, Evangeline Lilly as Hope Van Dyme, Ooh. a.k.a. The Wasp, Jonathan Majors as Nathaniel Richards, a.k.a. Kang the Conqueror, with Michelle Pfeiffer as Janet Van Dyme, Michael Douglas as Hank Pym, and Catherine Newton as Cassie Lang. Great cast. Great very, cast. very solid cast. Solid cast. Talk to me, boys, about the your perspective maybe of the first opening scene of the film was. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you what what did you think? I of thought it? it was a good way to start the film based upon the fact that going into what they did do really well was they didn't force Kang upon us too early. Mm-hmm. I feel as though Kang uh, he gave they gave us a glimpse and then they took the focus completely away from him. Yeah, and said this is essentially this is still an Ant Man film. Now I have some issues with with the film. In, but I'll maybe get into those later but I do like the fact that they tried to as much as they could to make this an Ant-Man film unfortunately the way the MCU is now set up these films are more than just based on one character correct yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that you know I think we saw it for example with uh, Doctor Strange with mm-hmm. WandaVision that wasn't a strange film no no and especially when you have no. an overbearing overpowering uh, it was a Marvel film <laughs> it's, it's tough to make those films based upon the film it's meant to be based the person it's meant to be based on but I did enjoy the fact that they gave us a glimpse of Kang and then the film focused completely on sort of Scott Scott Lang's journey from when from the end of Endgame into who he's become now um, so yeah it was nice to just get a taste of, of what happened between Hope Van Dyne not uh, not Hope Van Dyne uh, what's her name sorry uh, oh. Janet Van Dyne yeah j- j- and, uh, and the go. It was good to get that, and then they focused on Scott. That was my perspective. Yeah. So yeah, it was a, it was a it was a nice entry point um, with Janet and Kang right at the start. You know what I'm saying? And um, I actually literally heard like like Peter um, get, uh, like Gaz go. Like, it was like like it was a it was a sick start. Even though there was there was no information, there was like, there was nothing really happened, there. Really. But it it it's was a good start. Yeah, it sets it because like, it tells you straight away that. Um, any scene after that was like Janet is feeling something. E- every time she reacts, we now know she's hiding something. Do you know what I'm saying? And and that was actually nice to 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 have because sometimes I feel like when you don't know, um, you won't take the, the the person seriously because because you'll be like you'll be gassed for for the secret. I mean, if the secret is not big enough, okay, you go that's dead, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if if they kind of tell you at first, like five percent of it, you go okay, I I can't want no more. Okay. Uh, Manny. I think they did a good job introducing Cassie Lang to us um, because we didn't know much about her as an individual person, her mo- her motivations, uh, her moral compass, or anything along those lines. How smart she is! Uh, yeah, how yeah how intelligent she is, and I think they've done it really well to do, to open and to. She's, and maybe also what she's had to do in the time where she hasn't really been around her father, so she's had to she's been brought up essentially by Hank and Janet, and that's been her family in this time yeah. period where Scott's been doing other things. He's been Avenger, he's been a celebrity. And, He's been away in the blip. Exactly. Well, you, you didn't get bleeped. You, you just was in the quantum realm. Quantum realm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think they've done a really good job introducing her, ma- making me care about a character um, really that, that early on in, in, the, in, in the film. I'll um, be honest. I'm going to interrupt you and say that I really enjoyed seeing Scott just bopping down the street. Yeah. 
and he's, he's narrating Baskin Robbins. He was narrating his book. Yeah. I love, I love the, the comedic aspect of Paul Rudd, aka um, Scott Lang, was just f- phenomenal from the from the. Yeah, opposite. he was good, man. It, it only would have worked for him. That, yeah. that opening scene only would have worked for him. Definitely. Mm. But yeah, I mean, good, good opening scenes, good introduction of characters, and, and a good way to set the tone, um, especially with um, obviously going to get into the themes of the film a bit later, but just how Cassie is as a person and how that translate later on in the film in regards how, how is Cassie? Talk to me about maybe what you what, what you learned about her early on. Um she obviously cares about other people. Um she watched her father become essentially an Avenger, but also she watched her father not being in her life and her essentially teaching herself how to how to grow up mm-hmm. um and, and, and looking after other people because she knows that she she has all these things like she has the technology from from Hank um she has the connection with um, with her dad with the suit and all, all sorts of stuff and she does her best to help out other people and then we see that quite a lot of that in later on in the film where she makes decision in regards to I'm not I know I can get away and I know I can look after myself, but I need to look after other, other people. people other people. It is given a 10% white privilege though. Oh no, she, <laughs> she, she was definitely that, um, that that white lady in the uh, Black Lives Matter um, marches. Yeah, 110%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, I, because I, you shrunk a police car and then dropped it in front of their faces. If that, if she was black, <laughs> if she was black, okay, they would, they would, uh, they would unshrink it and put her back in it. <laughs> aspects of a uh, of privilege uh, to be fair <laughs> do you know what i'm saying um, but the scene quickly goes well the film quickly goes into the family dynamic that's now been established between sort of hope hope side of things with uh with her parents and scott's side of things with cassie and the family dynamic that's now been established and also interesting to get cassie's perspective of who her father sort of become over time yeah and it wasn't her necessarily being scolding of him it was more her trying to show him that this is what i believe in yeah and this is who you kind of used to be yeah um and he immediately finds out firstly how smart she is yeah. Mm-hmm. And secondly, what she's been up to, and I, I, I like the fact that we get to find out about the dynamic between those two, particularly in the in the first instances of the film, where he he still he wants to be there because he hasn't been there, he hasn't had the opportunity to be there. You know what is yeah? I also like okay that it wasn't toxic. I, I feel like always films okay like a lot of the time okay like it, it's like I sorry I hate oh my god yeah and then right now he's like oh I actually love I you you're you're so mom. great. It's just it's just okay. fucking long, bro. Okay. Yeah, that's, I feel like he's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like I like when the scene in 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 the car, um, and like she and like she made a comment, and then he was like, oh, he was like, oh, ouch, and then she was like, oh, she was like, oh, oh, sorry, and she was like, you know, I, I think I didn't mean. Da, da, da. I like the fact that she's she's very understanding of the situation that he like he didn't actually just leave. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. or blah blah blah. Like, like, like she's she's not some like traumatized kid. And I feel like we, uh, I feel like in cinema in general, in Hollywood in general, trauma is, trauma is like, it sells, man. It's glorified, uh, and and obviously cool, like you know Emmy winners and all that, cool. But I I I like that it was still a healthy uh, relationship, and I also like that she had a healthy relationship with each and every single one of them with hope yeah. with janet, janet with hank she called hank her granddad bro yeah yeah yeah. do you know what i'm saying that could be easily i you're not my granddad i don't love you I, all of that oh, the, the same stuff that we've easily, seen for years yeah it could bro. easily be that but it's not it's not <coughs> it maybe speaks to her character as well exactly yeah, exactly who she is as a person who she's had who she's had to become to be fair, it, it'll be very contradicting if she was like this freedom fire helping <laughs> person but then hate her dad for not for, for not for not being there for saving the world but uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the film quickly, I feel the film does a good job of quickly getting us into the quantum realm, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, it doesn't waste time. It doesn't waste time in terms of trying to make us find out. 
about what's been going on since Scott's been doing XYZ. They kind of give us, he's a celebrity, boom, 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 quantum realm. Do you think they've been doing that for a lot of the original uh, adventure films? Like when they, when their first film was back, when they've been like, oh, like what are you doing now? Do you know what I'm saying? Like the first like five minutes is always kind of like since, well, Strange, since. Strange kicked off in like, it was in the multiverse, didn't it? So I'm thinking back to that film, that kind of oh, started. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Straight away, multiverse. Uh, craziness, craziness. Version of Strange. I think back to Black Panther, Wakanda forever. I'm trying to remember what happened in that film. I might have to move on from top. Um, so I, I, I will kind of disagree with that because yeah, it did kick off like pretty pace in regards to us getting a different Doctor Strange. But then we move on, move on to Doctor Strange's life now. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah, kind of yeah. It was kind of a slow pace in regards to finally getting to the point of one, one is the big maybe. And then he, and then he, he, um, he, he, he went to like the wedding and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or like, it was, it was like, slice of life. they've each had like, like this like intro back to life since like Endgame. So that, for me, that works for the film really well. Yes. That as anyway, I, I don't want to talk about Strange today because, <laughs> um, I don't want to upset but sorry. myself or anyone else. <laughs> um, what did you think about the, the reasoning as to why they entered the quantum world? Uh, essentially, Cassie's been working with, with, uh, with Hank uh, on a technology to, to reach the quantum realm, right? behind the back of her father, behind the back of the family. Um, obviously, it tells us that she's a very intelligent young girl, um, but she's also working across, across something very dangerous. And Manny made the point yesterday in the cinema that a lot of the mess-ups in, in the films of late have been due to the children or the young, mm. the, aka the young Avengers. A lot of the mess-ups have been their fault or decisions that they've made due to them being young. Um, but talk to me about your thought about the, the reasoning why we entered the quantum realm, and that's open to open open floor really um I, I i was happy with that to be fair i was fine with it mostly because we needed it to be cassie's fault or it had to be cassie's involvement in regards to why this happened because we obviously we needed a story arc from her and a redemption arc yeah of sorts of sorts and uh, and i think the um the feelings in regards to the rebellion that we eventually see in the film or into who, she it, it, who she is a person and the responsibility that she takes on from other people when she doesn't need to but because this is part partially a fault she felt like she had to redeem herself um and throughout the film even though it wasn't a, a heavy film i felt like it was important for her to be the one to to make the mistake mm -hmm. and just to, her to mm -hmm. have a bit more weight into or, or onto the film and and also kind of turns into what i think mc will eventually do and actually have these young characters have a film together. I must say, she's easily one of my favourite young... I think she might be my favourite one. I was I was personally leaning towards uh, Dominique... Uh, Dominique oh. Williams. But I'm going to have to go Cassie Dunn. And I know that's anti-black. So shout out to you. you know Racismo. What? I might even have to say that back. Sorry, Dominique. <laughs> 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 I'm yeah. back. But a1 and AB. Yeah, yeah. Cassie, Cassie, Cassie was brazen. I really, really... Oh, one in one B. I really enjoyed her performance, and I'm sure we'll get into that later on. Uh, that's the one. She's all right. Okay, talk to me about that. Why do you think she was just all right? She's all right. She was good. Like, I don't think she was better than Hope. I, sorry, not Hope. I, I think Hope is an empty character, by the way, just saying. But I don't think... She, bro, I, I can't... Like, thinking about now, yeah, she could not have been in the film. Yeah, mother's life. Bro, Atman and the Wasp is a privilege. Okay, it should be Atman and everyone else and the Quantum Realm. Atman and the family. <laughs> Atman and the fam. <laughs> but like, I'm t bro. It's like, it just I don't know, man. Like, like she, she just they, What did she actually do? Do you know what I'm saying? Except from doing what she done in the in the second film, which was just come in the last minute and, and be like, ha, I can save you for a second. And then she gets hit again, and then it's like you know, back to you know, back to reality. It's such, it's such a hard medium to to have like a sidekick, right? When they've made Ant Man this Avenger, right? It's it's so hard because you 
because you don't want to make Hard look stronger than him, right? But then you don't want to make Hard look too weak that she can't fight. So, you, so you're stuck in this fucking medium where, like, they either both get banged to, uh, together, or which it, which obviously eventually happened, they have to get separated for them to see the difference. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get into the dynamic later on, um, because I want to get your perspective of of sort of uh, the situation with Janet and. Before I actually say why I loved Michelle Pfeiffer's performance, talk to me about her reaction to things happening in this film. She seemed very, very uh, caught up in certain things that are happening. She seemed mm. very, very intent on certain things that are happening. What are those and why? Yeah, man. I, I think since since um, Thor is like a lost character in this world and stuff, and he's not really with the Avengers right now, um, you know, and um, or you know, we've got oh, like going, the, and like um, the Guardians, obviously the Guardians, you know. I feel like we needed somebody on Earth um, that had like a wider understanding of different universes. You know, we needed like we needed like a, a big brain. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and not just one that that can build stuff like Shuri and blah, blah, blah. we need like a big brain that can explain what the hell was going on, right? And Doctor Strange he represents part of that, not all of it though. And the thing is, yeah, I actually think Janet shows the weakness that Strange that Strange knows a certain amount. And I think Janet knows so much more, which is which which is crazy. She knows bro. More you lived it. For thirty years. So you you look at someone practical experience essentially, like four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, somebody that can like, do you know when like Thor? Yeah. Like sometimes like he be with the Avengers and he, he make comments like like throwaway comments. Okay. Yeah. I, I, like, you know, like oh, I, I, I've seen things that you'll never. Do. I, 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 you'd be like, wow. Do you know what? He probably has. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like it'd be interesting to see, see some of those. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, these characters add to the world building that um like people like Scott Lang and people that have been on Earth all this time wouldn't be able to because they haven't experienced it. Exactly. Right. And she's on Earth. Yeah. So, so we have like a foundation. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And I and I I like that. And what she done super super well here yeah, was that she brought she. I like the fact that she that she kept a secret for two films. <laughs> Sorry for um that film. For did we did we see? Okay, I I, I didn't mm. um I didn't go back and look at her performance throughout. Did we see signs of this in the past films in regards to she's holding on to a secret? She no in the second Ant Man. Okay, she spoke about how like um about different uh dimensions and that kind of stuff but like she always said like she said in the thing like that the quantum realm was nothing to be tampered with and you know, all like one line we've heard those before from numerous characters including herself, yeah. and hank jumps in so it's like it's just so, so yeah like she has teased it but i guess she hasn't really like doubled down it. okay do you know what i'm saying um you know, because she could have said the same thing to, or well, she couldn't, have, I guess, because she was she was blip, she was uh, blipped away. But would she have said the same thing to Scott when he when he went back in time to to kill Thanos? Do you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole different thing, isn't it? But I like the fact that she did that. I I I I I also like the fact that we didn't go into the into the subatomic uh, universe unknowing. Yeah. We had a map. She was our map in it. You know what I'm saying? And that was dope. Definitely. Um, let's move very on very quickly very on very on you know very on very on um, <laughs> they're, they're thrust into the quantum realm Talk, I want to know well I give my thoughts but I will give that after I want to know your thoughts on the look of the quantum realm obviously the, the, essentially separated into two teams it was like team A team B it was uh, team A team B you know Scott, Scott <laughs> and Scott, Cassie then yeah. Hank uh, Janet and and um, Hope on the other team sort of separated on the other side of the quantum realm and obviously didn't have to try find a way to get back to each other mm -hmm. and obviously there's a there's a figure in the middle trying to stop that from happening but, um, but what did you think about the quantum realm how it looked aesthetically um and obviously now them trying to build this sort of new universe in the mcu um aesthetically Say looked it. 
Um, I, f- I think we spoke. Do you speak off camera? Or what was that at the beginning? This I week? think we spoke after. Okay. Did you? What did you think of the CGI? I didn't mind it because there wasn't a point that I remember thinking like this shouldn't be. Well, there. Steph said that she did, that she that, that she didn't like the film, the aesthetic because of of the CGI. And to be easy with Steph, I think she's a little bit over critical in this sense, right? Because it's like I actually think that a lot of it was supposed to kind of not look. I don't know, man. I'm listening. To you. I'm listening. I think with like the subatomic realm or wherever we were, okay, like you know, how do we know what's meant to look right? You know what I'm saying? I think you're making excuses for MC right now. You're moving mad. <laughs> like I, I didn't mind, I didn't mind it, but you're making excuses for MC right now. I, I, I didn't mind the, um, the CGI. I, I felt like, and I think, yeah, I think we did say it off, color, off camera in regards mm-hmm. to how the introduction of God in the Galaxy during Phase Two, yeah, um, kind of brought a whole different tone to the MCU. Yeah, okay. and now uh, quite a lot of films have followed um, with, with that tone, and I do feel like Ant Man is one of them in regards to just how colorful things are um and i think i think they did well especially with costume design uh product designs for, 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 throughout, throughout the whole film and it, and it added extra layers in regards to the level of fantasy that we we're meant to be uh thrust into oh, yeah, yeah um just, I, we, me and you did speak about our, our our well adoration i guess maybe an extreme word but the way we enjoyed not just the world building um aspect of, sort of this quantum realm yeah but also the, like the star wars lore feel that oh my had. god and it's, it's it's essentially to me a sci-fi it is a sci-fi yeah film. it is a sci-fi film and there's been other films where the mcu did this really well they give a film a genre every yep. film has a feel and a genre yeah. and a tone no matter what it and it can change yeah, like per, as in like the same franchise like ant-man okay, can yeah. change from like a, a heist a heist from yeah. a heist to to a sci-fi <laughs> do you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. An, an adventure sci-fi as well because janet did take us on an adventure yeah she did man but bro you're you know what yeah like you've like you've hit you you've hit the nail on the head there, man. Like honestly, guys, Star Wars. Like if you're a Star Wars fan, I think you're really gonna enjoy this film. Okay, um, even even like you know like like the little aspects of them like drinking the ooze. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then they can now understand everyone. Yeah, because that answers so many questions. Like how do you forget the humans? How do other beings talk to each other? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? That is a nice way to 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 do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I really enjoyed it, man. Honestly. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my perspective. I really really enjoyed Michelle Pfeiffer's acting performance. I thought she was yep. sensational throughout. Mm-hmm. I feel as though she is used as a springboard to tell the story of not just the quantum mania of Kang, but also her story. It gives layers to who she is as a character. It adds depth to her, makes her more interesting to me as someone that's watching this film beyond being caring about Kang, because Kang is the is the actual seller of this film. Yeah, it's the it's what's gonna bring people into the box office. But when people yep. actually watch this film, they're gonna appreciate the fact that for for me she. The acting performance was probably the best for me. I thought she was yeah, mm. I, and she was like, she was feeling she was she was like, you know, cheating on on on, on Hank. No, like, you know what? She was, she was she was she was getting pammed, fam. <laughs> he was pamming as well. That's not cheating. He, 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 for, for, I, his I, pam was a lie, by the way. You know what? I really in, I really enjoyed the, the way they comedically <laughs> just. Just, just sexual openness, bro. What was, what was the thing he said? Oh, so you're human? It's like, yeah, in the pots, that's important. And then just looked at her, he looked at her, like, and then the her eyes. Her, like, <laughs> so, I've seen some criticisms of the comedic timing of this film, and like people saying, I found the film funny. It, I think that was probably the only 10 10 thing about the film the comedy. I, I do, I, I it was do, 10 10, bro. I would agree with that criticism. Oh my during, god, for the most part, I completely agree. I think there's only like one part. Um, in the film where I think like it was a bit too much you can was, go into it and that was more so towards um, the end during the war like for example right so this is and again his point is correct if we're having a full out 
this is rebellion. This is people's lives that have been damaged and etc. And they've gone through so much pain and trauma. This isn't a funny time to be making jokes. So there's there's a time for these things, and I think you're right. I do yeah. agree with you. And 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 that we're, goes. We're talking about the same thing, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that goes back to another criticisms I have, but I think we'll get into that a bit later. And I was just about the steak, but look, man. I loved it, bro. Okay, she was getting pammed. He, he was pamming. Okay. No, yeah, we. Agree. Well, no, we agree with we agree, we agree. But I, I'm just I'm just saying this here. I truly think here, yeah, as a guy, I think his pam was a lie. I think he. I, I think. No, I think. Hank, yeah. I think Hank, yeah, just said any girl's name here yeah, because he mentioned the name as well. So why? Who asked you, man? Let's <laughs> be clear. At this point of the film, the two the families are the family is still separated. So Scott is trying to find his way with with Cassie to find Hope and Janet and Hank and. They're trying to do the same, um, and I think there's. And she has needs, fam. We're talking about Janet, right? Oh, but everyone has needs. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Hush, just uh, at this point of the film, where are you at in terms of your feeling overall um, of the film? Because me and Manny were, were speaking about, it and we said, I think quarter of the way into the film, we were very pleased with the start. The pacing was good, man. Yeah. The, the pacing, at least for seventy-five percent of the film, was really good. Man. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, Arguably, like like the whole film was paced right. Maybe parts could have been shifted, you know. But it was definitely um, it was going at such a lovely pace. Like mm-hmm. they weren't one place for too long, and they weren't there for too little. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And I really like that. Even like you know, like uh, I actually think the dullest scene scenes were in the dungeon. You know, like the way they got out was so easy. Like wait, you're you're, you're Kang the Conqueror. And you've got a dungeon, yeah, and you just gone and just walked out. It's a bit crazy yeah. for me, do you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, but I like the fact that it was quick though. That's the only good. That's the only good thing about it. Like if if, if you're gonna make a scene shit, just make it fast, innit? Okay. Scenes did you say which was, wasn't up to your taste? But uh, the dungeon scenes, any, all of them, except from the, except from when uh, when Kang had. Uh, you've, you've leapt ahead. Okay, we're going into that. Yeah, man, let's let's go, bro. Like when when Kang like finally got introduced and like he showed his power and that kind of stuff i like that man but before before we do that then i actually want to talk about janet giving her family finally giving her family the backstory of mm-hmm. as to who she is as a person the things she's had to do a lot she, of flashbacks she was kind of forced to doing so because of the fact that um our character's name has definitely slipped my mind uh but i have it here somewhere uh, oh the uh bill murray's character bill murray's character uh you're gonna have to remember it boys lord Ky- kyla 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 um, kyla uh, I, I, I like the fact that she's... I didn't like the fact she got forced into telling the truth. I'd rather it had come from her perspective of, you know, this is who I am, this is the person that I was, this is what I had to do because um, I wanted to get... I didn't want this guy to become who he is. You know, just to, to She saw it, man. Yeah. She saw it. I f- that's powerful. I think that's one... Like, again, uh, with the face in front of the film, most of it, I'm fine with. I think that part there could have been a bit slowed down and what they could have added was the fact that... Hmm. They spoke a lot about Janet living in this world. They spoke about how the um, rebellion stewart, this guy knows her, or what, what she did because of Kang. Da, da, da. But we never really got to see, see that. See their reaction to who she was and who. Yeah, we, ne- we never see, we never saw her relationship with them um, in, in the past the same way that we saw with Kang. And it was such a like a big issue in regards to um, how the, um, I can't remember her name, J- J- the, the leader of the rebellion. Uh, Jorona. Jorona had had an, such an issue with Janet the moment that she had the name. She heard the name and flipped. It, and she flipped. What was on Scott? And he, at that point, I thought it might have been peak time for Scott and Cassie because I thought something. You know, I thought Janet had done an absolute 
madness. But where where was the relationship between you two? Like, why why didn't we not see any of that? I think that should have been added in just to give a bit more. Um, oh, I know. think it would have complicated things a little bit, man. I, I don't. I, I don't think it would have. I, I think five minutes. If, if, if oh, that, even, not... even even like even the scene when the when the talk when she was forced to tell the truth. Yeah. That that that's that scene right there. They could have added the context in regards to what she was actually doing when she was down there. We never got that. The only times we well, she it. said that she that she led, uh, she fought and led people for years. I, you I, know, I, I, and she hid and she and she all of we, that. We could we could we could we could have seen that. We could have seen the relationship she had with all these different people. So that's you're saying that what I would have accepted that yeah in a flashback, like give me like a give me like a minute flashback. Yeah, it didn't. Have, it didn't have to be long. It didn't have to be long. Yeah, but like I, 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 I don't need to see her and Drona fighting side by side. I don't care about that. We could, we could, we could have had a scene. Ah, I don't know, man. Could have had a scene. But I'm, I'm, I'm nitpicking. I'm nitpicking. Dr- I know. Like, isn't isn't Drona just just a representation of like a multiversal Cassie? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. Not, 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 one. No, I think I think she was definitely more of an inspiration to Cassie. But her her role in the thing wasn't just that. It was also the relationship that she had with her, with, people? With her people, the Correct, relationship yeah. that she had with Janet, and the relationship that she kind of had with Kang in regards to uh, the impact of him on her people he, and, her, he, and and the yeah. way he's essentially ruined families and, and sort of like the fa- the Thanos and and and, Dra- and Drax of it. Um, effect, also effect. Uh, you know, Drax is like, oh, you come my family. Yeah, hey. but but with, with Drax, we we see we see we see him like quite often, and and how he lives lives his life. Even with Thanos, with the flashbacks, we've seen him go to different planets. We've seen him take Gamora. We've seen him kill um, half, half of a planet. We've seen the effects that has on Gamora throughout all these different films. Obviously, you can't do that in one film. Mm. You can't do that. It's too much. But we could have added a bit more context in regards to what actually happened to these people while Janet was there fighting with them, and, and maybe a bit more after she left, and as to why they feel so betrayed by, betrayed her. by her. I think I think cinematically the choice is made right though, not to go into the stories too tough because I, I, I because it's it's it. Well, when you start building context for something like that, you then start when you have to build like a, like a small arc, and and that's unnecessary. No, but we, they, they, they did build the arc. They build the arc. They just didn't give us the context. But the arc was only built for Cassie. No, no, they I'm were talking, I'm, I'm, they were a means to to, to an end. I'm, I'm not talking about just, just Cassie. I'm talking about the arc that Janet was having with these people. But the, but, but I'm saying, in my opinion, <coughs> they were only there, as in the the runaway people. Da, 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 to they were only there to assist Cassie's arc. Okay, that's fine. Then don't mention Janet in the arc. Oh, still Ant Man. This is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14 HQ. Aside, aside from the wonderful Michelle Pfeiffer, yes. she's obviously one of the one of the legends of of the of the of the medium and of the acting world. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, she's like, you know, she's yeah. Come on, man. She cool. No. Yeah. Yeah. She got. She she Finch got. Been around for a while. name, bro. She's got oh, some, very, very much. She's she, yeah. She's got some legacy. Some she's got legacy. She got legacy, bro. She anyway, aside from Michelle Pfeiffer's acting performance, which I thought was great, um, friend of the show, the big star of the show, the one we were looking forward to seeing was Kang the Conqueror, aka. Well, known as Jonathan Majors. Um, okay, Doc Vader. And that's, let's get into that. Talk to me. Go on. Bro, th- I, okay. So, let, let, let me just say, yeah, I'm not the biggest... Star Wars lore person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, mm. And, obviously, Arsenal just lost. <laughs> <laughs> How's Salah doing this year? Can we put it in the other day? School the other day, mate. I said this year, you talk about the other day. Okay. That's um, so there was the so obviously we got introduced uh by Kang in the film by flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Perspective through Janet. 
but the first time we actually seen him present within the film was when he's walk, walking through the um, cages, the cells. And I promise you, again, I need some Star Wars fans to to verify this, but the scene where we see him walking, and he's obviously got a cape, um, and we see the shadows. I'm 100% sure they took that straight from Star Wars. I'm 100% sure there's a Star Wars scene with Darth Vader walking through cells, and they're, and they're shooting the shadows of him walking. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's a fact. Maybe. Maybe. But you yeah. know what is it? Drop it in the comments if you if you if you can uh, tell us that that scene. That's yeah, yeah. Because the, the moment I saw that, I, I quickly thought uh, I quickly thought Darth Vader. That'd be cool. But I I appreciate the entrance. Mm-hmm. I Dope appreciate entrance. the sinister of it all. I love the calmness of of um of the way that John plays um uh, Kang. Mm-hmm. Um, it it gives you a feeling of there's nothing that you can do in this moment. Did you notice like the subtle differences between the different Kangs? The different Kangs, like but the way oh, it's set up, the way it's set up is is through the, the quality narration of uh, exactly. Janet, Janet giving us the perspective of who she saw him to be, yeah, and it, who it, he it, really it, is. Of, okay, it's rather than just thrust him in upon you, they layer it, layer it, and yeah. layer it, layer it to the point where then his introduction has so much more meaning and gravity. Yep. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I, I, the, the the build up was flipping great. Yeah, the it was, build up was, was great, but. Mm. Oh yeah, sorry. I was. Wait- I thought you was gonna continue talking about uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Give us some Star Wars. Honestly, I don't know if you got that feeling of. of oh, immediately. Okay. Talk to me about that qu- quickly. Immediately. Even, even, even uh, the power he used to hold them up. You know, it was like he was using the Force. Do you know what I'm saying? I said. Yeah. Zoom, zoom. I, I, I said to guys, all we need is one Jedi scene. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Bro, it, it, if he if he pulled out any sword, pause. It would be a mad thing. And, you know what I'm saying. And obviously, all his guards were definitely Star Troopers. Michael's Storm- Star Troopers. Storm- Storm- he gave, called them Star Storm- Troopers. Stormtrooper Phil. Um, the universe had a had a Star Wars lore. Phil, you, you know better than me because I'm still quite new to the Star Wars. Lore. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had that. I had that feeling of this is like the Star Wars universe. This is in space. This is intergalactic. This is not our world, you know. And I really enjoyed that world building aspect of of the film. It was so cool, man. It was it was so vis- cool. That, that aspect visually for me was was a uh, was really cool. And also, yeah, I like the fact here. Yeah, did you know how like it, it 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 always seems right that Earth just doesn't know fuck all, right? That everything is a, is a, is a fucking surprise. Like, oh no, Thanos is here. Everyone's everyone's always shocked about shit, right? What I, what I like is that people in the wider uh, universe, which is obviously Guardians, right? So people in within the the bigger you know galaxy of things mm-hmm. don't know that there's other other universes layered below them. Mm-hmm. That for me is beautiful because it's like cool. actually you're also unknowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? We're all, we're all unknowing. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is which gave me like peace of mind that we're not just like lucky. Like, like our Avengers aren't just lucky. No, it's just everyone has a role. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which I, which I fucked with. Even though we enjoyed the uh, the acting performance of Jonathan Majors as Kang, what did you get from Kang's purpose? What was his driving? What was the drive behind his actions and why he's become who he is as a character from your perspective? What that version of that of uh, this particular version of Kang? Um, <sighs> do you want to go? You go. I've got something to fix. Um, essentially, we 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 don't really know. He just knows something's going to happen. Um, and I think he's trying to avoid it happening, but I think he's just out there trying to survive. So the jury's still out, so I can't really. Uh, but we do find out he was outcasted for for a particular reason. He had no reason, lads. He was he was ironically he was avenging. That's what he was doing. He that's what he was doing. And even um, Janet says to him right at the end, "You're not doing this to be to to get out here or go home or whatever. Okay, you're not doing this for a bigger picture or, or bigger purpose. You're doing this because you lost, and you're doing this to get revenge." on the other versions of you 
Okay, and when he loses, that's the first time we, we can't see him lose his man a little bit. Where 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 he goes, they are constantly and starts going crazy. You know what I think's really cool about this film mm. and Kang as a character is that I always look for, especially when it's like a, a comic book film or something quite law based, like a Star Wars film. Mm. I always look, for, I always look for the real real world relatability. Yeah, and essentially Kang's a dictator, and yeah. this world that we live in and the world that's the people, uh, the times that have gone before us. We have known people and characters who have been dictators of a particular land, or a particular country, or a particular sphere. Yes, we've seen that happen time and time again, even in today's age, where you know across the world there's dictators. And I like the fact that that essentially felt like that's what Kang was to the people that he was conquering. Was like he was dictating. That See, that's the difference. And causing gone. I don't think he was a dictator. I think I think he was what he he well, was right, on he the team. I think he was he was a conqueror. But why you're putting so perfectly lays on to what I'm about to say yeah obviously you know as we now know okay uh he who remained okay in um episode six of Loki a super important character okay you know different version of Kang he actually says and I quote he says you may hate the dictator but something far worse is going to fill that void if you dispose of him right and that's what he warned, he, warned, he warned us. He warned us. He warned us. And he warned, he warned, he warned us, warned man. Loki's. Yeah, what he was saying is, I'm actually the dictator. I'm the one that, yes, I built the TVA and this, and that, da, 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 and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I am dictating this. Yes, people are dying, but I'm also saving trillions and trillions of lives, okay, by doing what I am doing, right? And we've seen one, one uh, a, a playing card since then, and it is Kang the Conqueror. And that is something that is far worse you know someone that if he did get out if he does get out if he has got out if there's a different version of it, if he comes back etc it is far worse because he doesn't care about anything but uh, but avenging and as we know from that story as well Question, from do you think that is a something that is uh, realistic to the real world do you think there are people that are just driven by the purpose of avenging and revenge or yes do you think there is scope for there to be more to this story than just Kang seeking revenge and trying to? How many Netflix documentaries have we seen when people just just, just kill them? I, f- I, f- I think to both can be true. I f- uh, uh, there's, there's definitely scope. There's definitely room for, in hindsight, for there to be more uh, of a substance as to why he did what he did. Yeah. But I'm also fine with the fact that he just wanted to avenge because he lost. That's that's also a fine motivation to have. But it is a person. We do see that in the world. Yeah, we, do, we in different in different aspects of you know also like we have to also give rooms sorry we have to give room for personality for the other kangs right so you so so weirdly enough the kangs can't have too much of a motivation they each have to have maybe one unique one do you know what i'm saying so like maybe that stops like the depth of him a, a little bit maybe that's an l mm. uh interestingly we've kind of timed up some time going back in time but the the reason common time yeah. the reason yeah. he's so intent on uh on ant-man and the reason he needs ant-man is because he needs the core the reason he needs the core is because janet destroyed the core all that all that period ago and that leads him back to the multiversal core no, fair enough um yeah. and i love how as the film picks up we get into the aspect we get into the nitty-gritty of why ant-man is, is so necessary yeah Kang knows everything about Ant-Man. He knows everything about all the Avengers, essentially. All of them. He knows everything about everything. Don't forget, all Kangs know everything about everything. Although he did ask have I killed you before, which I thought was. That was funny. Yeah, but, but he said that because he was like, oh, it was all blurred together, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask him, are you four? Yeah. <laughs> Saying that, and the time's off, okay? 
and going into that as well. Okay, he he did. He said he's killed. He's killed Avengers. Conquered lands. Killed Avengers. Everything. He was like Thor, you know, with the the hammer. He was making jokes, bro. He was making jokes about the Avengers, bro. I guess this leads towards what Manish points is going to be at some point. At this point, you get the feeling that this is a Darth Vader type character. This is a Thanos type character. This is somebody with weight, with gravitas, with power, with the the mere presence to command the scene as well as command the characters that he's up against in this particular film. Now, one of the issues that Manny did speak about, which we'll get into maybe later, is did they live up to the fact that Kang is meant to be this big, bad, Darth Vader, Thanos type character, you know? Mm. Um, Do you know, also, I think what what, what makes him really powerful He's he's he 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 hasn't got. I think this also made like Thanos powerful as well. Yeah, to to a certain point, there's no fear of death, right? And it's like when he eventually got this wherever, okay, teleported like somewhere else. He wasn't he he wasn't scared to die. He was mad that he couldn't get his uh, his fee his revenge. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't that. Oh my god, I'm going. No, he was pissed that he just couldn't get his revenge. That makes it more scary, bro, because he doesn't care about dying. Because he knows everything and everything. And I quote again, yeah, from episode six, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I quote again, okay. He, um, he goes, if you, if, you, if you kill me, I just end up right back here anyway. Reincarnation, baby. Those are words, bro. He, they, every Kang knows everything. One thing everything. to note, I do really appreciate, it's obviously it's something you would expect, but Jonathan Majors makes a clear distinctive difference between he who remains Slip. and this particular version of Kang. Slip. And, and that's that's so important because he, he tells us, I am not the bad guy. But actually seeing it on screen makes a huge difference to, yeah. your, to, your, to your understanding of this character or these characters. We didn't speak about MODOK, we have to speak about MODOK. Thoughts on MODOK? Aesthetically and as a character and the sort of comedic tropes that we've had. Oh, bro, that, that might be the one, funniest thing that ever happened in MCU, bro. Which is ridiculous. Bro. <laughs> because I've seen a lot of, seen a lot of backlash online. Yeah. Well, critics, sorry. I've seen a lot of critics. It was funny, man. I, 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 I get the criticism. I, I, I do understand it. From a CGI perspective, did it work for you? Again, I was fine with it. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe because my expectations are not as high as some people. Like I'm, I was fine. I was fine with it. Fine it's with hard it. to get. A f- it's it's hard to make a face in a a really big face in a machine look good. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's That's not right. that easy. You're making excuses. So is that is that then character? If you can't pull that off, is that character necessary? But but the, I think they pulled it off with the character because he was. He was he was a good you, character, and that's the point I'm making is that there are there, there are people out there that have seen this film, the, the critics mm. that didn't feel that Modok worked, and people that said Modok was essentially it's a different angle, and I I, I I I I see it, yeah. But <laughs> the reason I'm happy that he's in the film. The reason why I say it works is because they because it didn't look great, it made it more humorous to me, and that's why it was more <laughs> in in tandem with the comedic jokes that worked between him and, and Ant Man and Janet and Hank and. Cassie, Cassie was great. She was Cassie's, I think Cassie's strongest point, but by, by, by the way, was her interaction with other, with other, other uh, characters. So that, you, you weren't necessarily uh, too happy with her interaction with sort of the inner family. Sort correct. Of? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Elaborate. Yeah. It was. It was. It, it, it was like I, I don't know. Like I. I don't know what. Um, I. I. I didn't understand her her relationship with Hope at all. I. I didn't see anything there. That they were even so you 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 would have wished they had 
excuse me, you really wish they had established that a bit more. Surely, as like, I'm not saying this, ha- this has to be it, okay, but, but as like a female point, character. Hope, hope was it in the film? She was basically not in the film. But that's my point. But surely, as like, your dad is your hero and you've always fought that when, when you were a kid, right? You've also had a mum that has kept you away from your dad for time, okay? Now you've got somebody that has come in she is a superhero, right? And Marvel are, are, are doing this whole um, women Avengers thing, and it's, it's incredible, right? So it's like, surely, like, this is a great opportunity to use Hope, or to even Janet, by the way, to use as like an idol for her, as like someone, someone to kind of look up to. Do you know what I'm saying? And the fact that she can't even fight yet, right? And, and she was doing the whole like tap jump thing. It shows that Hope hasn't spent that much time with her outside of it anyway. Do you know what I, I mean? Did, I did like that scene, by the way, where. And, uh like Scott was teaching yeah. the fighting aspects of things. Yeah, but it just, just the over aspect. Back to the point that people have of, of the MCU and the criticism of the MCU that it's become so big that they're trying to fit in so many characters. Exactly, man. You can't give enough of the characters the depth that they deserve or need. Yes. There isn't scope to give Hope Van Dyne the depth maybe that you'd like to get. And, the, uh, and the one that's probably that the L of the film. That's maybe the L of a lot of the MCU. Films what one hundred percent? And and, and I, I, I said I, I am biased, and and like I I accept the L. Okay. I accept the L. I, I even said to you at the start of the film, I don't like Hank. Like in the previous films and all that, I think he's just dull. I think he's depressed. He's <laughs> sad. He's damp. He was I, good in this film, though. But I said to you guys at, at the end of this film, I said he was good in this film. Do you know why? He was he was used he was used quality over quantity. You know what I'm saying? He, he he wasn't in it too tough, mm-hmm. but when he was, it was really good. He added something to the He was funny. Uh, he had more character. Um, he knew his role. Yeah, that's what I loved about him. He knew his role. I don't think Cassie or Hope knew their roles in particular. I don't think that. It was I think that's harsh on Cassie. That's harsh on bro. That is a cap. Very harsh on Cassie. Cassie, bro. Wait a minute. You just have a wait a minute. He's wait a minute. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Kang, right? Puts you in prison. Okay. Then. Your dad has gone to get this call, yeah, with Kang. He's probably in his deathbed, right? And then when you get out of prison, instead of going to your dad or, or being like, yo, how do we do this? Da, 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 you then go and start a, a war to... Uh, her, dad, um, her dad is a superior bike on his own legs. On his own two legs. Bro, come on, man. He is out there. Okay, if he, uh, he, he even saved... He even shrunk the core by having the thought of, of, of Cassie. But you, know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, because we all want the same thing. And it was all... Fam, the moment you get our pen, yeah? Go and find your dad. Why are you going to to free the, the, the slaves the, to down there? Help. To get help. She didn't get help, bro. No, she did, it. she did it. She did She did it for the same reason, okay? She done the thing, the homeless thing, yeah? Because she's trying to be a fucking be freedom true? fighter. Huh? Why can't two things be true? Uh, but one I has to motivate you more she, than other. She, she saw somebody fighting in the rebellion, somebody that was strong, somebody that was a leader, and someone that could be helpful, and she went to that person. But you've also... The whole rebellion and the whole aspect of, of that third act was based upon the fact that it's a rebellion. It's a, it's a cause of probably thousands, if not more than 100,000. You also saw, you saw your dad getting finessed by this guy that had you in the, Kang? in the air. What do you expect her to do against Kang, bro? Talk to me. Tell me. Go on. But she, Go on. No, she if, was, no, don't stutter. Tell me what you expect. She me. was figuring out anyway. No. Right? Tell me what you want her to do against Kang. No. You said she should go to her dad. Her dad with Kang. What do you expect? Do you know why? Do you know why? And Modo. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Go to her dad. Her dad. Wait. Her dad then doesn't have to do what Kang's saying. They get together, dip. Yo, you're living a fantasy world. Dipaline. <laughs> Dipaline. You had nothing. Probably. The problem yeah. with Marvel, yeah, people are scared to run, right? Run! Run! Isn't, but isn't the Marvel, bro, exactly what I'm saying. Huh? They're superheroes. Their job is to save the world and to save people. Not everyone. 
Okay. <laughs> not right now. Not everyone. And that's literally Cassie's cause. Her cause is to help people in that. We've, and that was evident that, throughout the film. They established that in the first scenes we've seen her. We'll, 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 we'll guess what, pause. We'll, we'll guess what, yeah, okay. When she helps people and they all were doing the the thingy, rebellion thing and that, guess what? A lot of people died because of her. Yeah. And a lot of people would have died more if, if she didn't um, go to my guy in the prison cell. I don't know. No, 110%. A lot more people would have died. No, Kang would have won. I don't know, man. Anyway, boys, let's maybe get into the third. I'm let's get, Kang, let's deep dive into into the third act of the film, Manny. Talk to me about maybe, um, uh, and obviously, talk to me about maybe your thoughts on what happened in the third act in terms of Kang and maybe why you were disappointed with, with that. Yeah, definitely the most disappointing part of the film. Um, mainly do you think that the third act was a, do you think that's a third act problem? Because obviously people say the MCU third act is always an issue. Because everyone's always gassed. They want, they, they want something crazy. It's not. It's not that I want something crazy. Um, but just to answer your question quickly, I'm, I'm not sure if that's a um, continuous issue with MCU. I haven't thought about it in, in that depth. Mm-hmm. So I can't necessarily answer it. But it was definitely an issue uh, in this film for me, mainly because how much I enjoyed the build up to Kang. Um, I think they done up really well. And mm. what, what did you enjoy about it? Um, just the, there's a level of mystique in regards to how powerful is he really? Like, like how 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 much power does he have for him to have Janet this scared? Like she 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 was scared and have this whole and to have a world scared yeah the whole universe the universe on, 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 scared. for her to to go from I'm I'm going back to my family to yeah. then deciding my family aren't not, not I can't now sacrifice this these people to go back to my family when yeah. I know this guy's going to be here to to cause all this terror and destruction exactly yeah so there's there's a level of weight that they had to Kang that the only other MCU character that I've seen um, better than that is Thanos in regards to how much build-up um, a character's having in regards to how much damage they could potentially... And they're on that same level of gravitas, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how much damage they could potentially get to. So when we introduce to him, we see him just bad up Ant-Man with ease. With ease, bro. With ease, bro. Lifted a finger. Literally, lifted a finger. Barely. And it kept him moving. And with the third act, I saw him struggling way too much. Um, even this is obviously during like where the rebellion's now at, at, at its peak. Yeah, d- d- during d- during the fighting, um, I seen him look worried at the fact that Ant Man became twenty foot taller. Your Kang, bro, <laughs> so 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 saw it out, and and the fact that to be fair, he, he did when he finally did fight him, and 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 Ant Man was big. He did bang him. No, no, no. That, that, that's, that's fine, mm. but it wasn't in the same level of ease as it was before, bro. It was literally a few hours and ago. And it wasn't to the level where, where the way it had been narrated to us as viewers before, where we were told that this is, firstly, the way we've been told who he is from He Who Remains and, yep. and, and from Janet. But then, obviously, what we see in the film, we see him showing essentially an indestructible force, becoming somebody that is quite destructible. He, he is maybe fairly destructible. Ah, he's a, he's a weakness there. He's boasted about killing the Avengers. Swap Kank. For for an Iron Man, just for an Iron Man, against the rest of them, there's no way for an Iron Man are losing. No, no, no. It's it's a it's a it's a very good point. It is a, like I I I actually do see where you come from. Okay, but like 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 Duma said to me as well. There's no film if there's no there's no there's no franchise if he no if he if he if he wins or does like a big battle do, whatever. He, but he, like I think every Kang is going to represent a sort of weakness. I think his 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 um, his weakness in in um, particular when when he sees when he saw signs of losing he maybe he wasn't he, he didn't move as smart as uh, you know I I would argue the weakness of Kang is his hunger for revenge. I think that's the weakness. I don't think I agree. I agree. I, I agree. Think that's more of the weakness than him 
um, you know, seeing that he's losing this fight and now he's now become the Kang that he was. I think it's the fact that his only purpose seems to be revenge. There's nothing else that's driving him. So, if yeah. I, for example, Scott Lang's drive is his daughter and family. Yeah. He will risk everything and anything to fight for them. Yeah. We don't know now yet what Kang's drive is behind other than Well, surely all of the Kangs are going to have a different different. And that's different what we're... That's but of. even with the whole thing revenge, he had plenty of time to take his thing and, and bust out and, and leave. <laughs> like, he, 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 he has so much time to do it, but he chose not to do it for, for whatever reason. Personally, I think the third act, there was quite a lot of bad writing. Um, oh, elaborate on that because I've seen that. I've seen that. Said it was it was quite a lot of bad writing in regards to like which, which particular parts. Maybe? Um, even the part where he he, he had the multiverse um core. Yeah, he had the ship. He had Janet. He, yeah, he, he sure did. He, he sure could, did. He could have he could have gone. He could have gone at any moment. He al- he allowed. Literally, he lost to ants essentially. That that that's the bare bones of it. He lost to ants and also even the fact that yeah when um when they were stranded. And then suddenly they were saved by ants and then they said that, oh yeah, the ants have been here for thousands of years and they grew, grew to this level of intelligence that they can all help us. It was a bit of an arsehole. It was a bit of an arsehole. I, I, I didn't appreciate that level, right? I like that 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 Ant-Man had ants in it. Um, so another issue that I had with um, the film, we mentioned, we touched on it briefly uh, before, was the comedic timing, which I was fine for, for most of the film. The point that I didn't like it was when um, Murdoch, um, Murdoch, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, versus Cassie. Talk about Rupert for a second. Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the prick either. <laughs> anyways, anyways, anyways. Very so, so. why he wouldn't like Rupert? <laughs> um, yeah, and then just the, the, the old. Hopefully, Rupert Murdoch doesn't have stakes in Marvel, and then he's completely fucked our tires. He doesn't, man. Fuck continue. Him. Sorry, uh, he probably does have a stake in everything. Um, yeah, the, the issue with um, there are oh, stop being a decline to somebody you just seen murder how many people and just been living a shit. Bro, he terrorised you when you were six years old. Like, bro, this guy's a weirdo and all you have to do is say, <laughs> stop, stop being a dick and everything's fine. And I think that's been an issue in the MCU for quite some time. I feel as though... But he died. Yeah, there was... But the forgiveness aspect, just because you've done one good thing, doesn't make sense in the scope of everything else you've done in the world. I don't think they forgave him. Do you see what I'm saying? All right, not essentially forgiven. I think he... The tone completely changed. It's like, oh my God, now you're... Sort of, I don't know. I think that if Martha. if I think that if he was like I'm not gonna be a dick, blah blah blah, and when he came back and was still alive, I think they would have been he would have had consequences, right? I think because he was dying, they were like, oh, okay, he's dead, isn't it? Like, like what do you have to do? Just, be, just, just be like, oh, shut up, I've died more. I don't get it. No, my, my thing was just like it's like oh, just don't be a dick. It's like bro, like... No, 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 no. I hear you, but in the context, he was dying and died. No, but not 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 when the, they had a conversation with Cassie. He was fine. He was no, dying. but. Yes, but she's 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 also a child. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but back to what you know, back to your comment on the consequences. <laughs> you mean what? Yeah. No, what you said. Oh, uh, yeah, um, another issue that I had was regards to the lack of stakes um, for, throughout the film. Um, you mentioned that my guy died, but I don't feel like the the weight of going against someone as important, someone as powerful, and someone as destructive as Kang or this version of Kang. Kangaline. And then for the ending to be that all everybody in your family is just fine and there's no real consequences on the back of that is another issue that I have with the writing. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm a bit of a, a sicko. Um, and that's probably why I enjoyed Aven- uh, Avengers Infinity War. I feel as though the stakes for the, in the first two acts of the film were high. Yeah. yeah. They built towards a high-stake film. Yeah. They hyped up a high-stake film in terms of promo and who Kang is yeah 
and the fact that everyone as Manny mentioned essentially got away was slightly disappointing I would have liked to have seen the death I would have liked I, I, I feel as though the way at, this would have been great for Ant-Man to, to go out and the reason I say that is because uh, he's, he essentially was a low level character who no one cared about in the world of the MCU as well as us as fans and that's not to discredit him he's still an important character and as the films have gone on his, his role and his importance have risen right correct up to a certain point where now he's he too essentially time travelling and, and getting back to the Avengers that we had before yeah he's now we had and then I feel in this film he had, had a small redemption arc where it wasn't necessarily in your face but he had a slight change in his mindset where he he remembered that yeah my family are important but also the, the people are important mm. I'm a superhero I have these powers to save people and I can do that and I feel as though he understood that towards the back end of the film so it would have been great to have seen him then maybe go out on on that don't get me wrong he I know there's he's still a great character and I'm, I'm happy to see another Ant-Man film but I don't know how he now tops a film with Kang so that would have been great for him to go out in this particular film because of who Kang was who he was who he's become and the way he's been written I think he's he's just got to do the whole Doctor Strange Iron Man thing and just start jumping in other films you know what I'm saying and just being like a second person in those films and just and be strong with that to fit the tone of, so it has to be put it work with a Doctor who would he fit in with I, I don't know but there's so many now that, that, this that, is why I'm saying this would have been a perfect ending for him I don't think so man I don't think so man to say why I, I just think with I think with Ant-Man like I said I feel like we had two heisty type films then and we then ha- he's had the fu- and then we had like film. and if he had gone out as a hero considering mm-hmm. everything he's been through who he's become the fact that he's now had this sort of small arc in this film where he's changed his, changed his mindset from protecting one, two, three, four people to protecting thousands and potentially millions of people I, f- I think if anyone that I think if anyone should have died, I, I, I should be hope, and not even because of like her her, yeah, her, yeah. her lack of it. He does. That's 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 the key, right? His key has sorry his his thing his motivation has always been Cassie, 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 right? Okay, and that's great, and, and she's growing up to be someone as we can see, pretty cool, right? Now he he needs, in my opinion, an extra push. Like, like an extra piece of motivation, sort of like how Hank did, right? So when Hank thought that he lost Janet, he moved heaven and earth to find her. Bro. You know what I'm saying? He spent his whole career, he left his company, he done, he done all that kind of stuff again just to find her, fam. Do you know what I'm saying? He went into this depth hole. I think that I thought that him and Hank's relationship was supposed to be a, a mirror effect. Do you know what I'm saying? At, at, at a point, he'll lose hope, and, and when he does lose hope, he then goes in, into that same depth. Of hurt and revenge and pain and, and and all of that, I think all of the all of the all of the uh, all of the Avengers, if they're not going to die, which I think some of them should, but if they're not going to uh, to die, people that they care about should. One hundred percent. I'm not mad. Do you, do you know why in this particular film, Ant Man would have been a perfect um, death? Was because of Cassie and even their interaction in regards to essentially Ant Man. You were a superhero. You were doing stuff, and now you just don't do anything at all. You don't sacrifice yourself for the people so for him to have gone out in this film sacrificing himself after on the back of his daughter saying that you don't do that enough and him being all Cassie 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 and doing the thing for um, and doing the thing the exact same thing that Cassie's been disappointed about in him and, and that's for him to be the ending that would be a perfect finale for him it would have been cool for the film not for the franchise but what what would Ant-Man do in the future 
I think he, I think he can do, like, like I said, same thing with with with, with Janet. Look what look what he's done in in uh, Infinity War and Endgame when it was like minimal, no. but it was powerful. So the, the, the fact that we're lacking that he that he can do that again for other films or like other uh, bigger uh, uh, you know uh, like he can, he can be super key to us to to to, or, or, to like all of this. He has he has he has like uh, receipts. Let's let's move on maybe to the post credit scenes. Cause that's uh that's what we're called, right? We're oh my yes, sir. God! Uh, I'm gonna let you take the mic for the first one because you like holding the mic as you. Which was the first one again? Other the Kangs. Oh. Manny, what were you gonna say before we do that? Wait, what, what, what are you doing? Post creating one and post creating two. What's your thoughts, brother? What's up? Oh, so <laughs> my mind went completely blank. I thought you were talking about that. We were doing a post credit scene. We weren't doing the post credit scene on the MCU film. My, my apologies. My mind went completely blank just then. Yeah. But, however, that I think we should do a post-credit scene segment at some point. See, my mind went blank, but I thought of a good idea. But anyway, it's <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's late. It's late. And mine's a version. Yeah. But yeah, and so... Arsenal, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could have just went with Arsenal lost. And Arsenal just lost. Arsenal lost, 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 lost. Go on, Hush. Give us your thoughts on the first person. And I've lost my feed. Give us the first... Of it and what, what the gravitas of that is, maybe. What, what that means for the MCU. All right, welcome to this podcast. Um, yeah, so um, the Kang uh, post-credits in the UK, we are introduced to um, the five... Uh, Kangs. I think I, I, I think we we only get to see freedom, get which see free. which is fantastic because obviously that means that we don't have he who remains and we don't have Kang the Conqueror, right? Those are the two that are missing technically. <laughs> Maths. Um, and we get we get we get introduced to the other three main Kangs from the original universes when they were um, you know coinciding and building and and that, that kind of stuff. And you get to kind of see what they've built and. And the education they've shown other Kangs and the portals they've built, um, and how many Kangs that, and how many variants like of Kang there are, and um, how these people have kind of it, uh, it immersed them to to being like we are the conquering like Kangs, and you as are like our. Tier two Kangs. Our tier two Kangs, fam, yeah. And we saw various, 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 various versions of it's Kang. It's gonna be interesting to see how, how and if all these Kangs have an impact on the MCU. Correct. And how all these Kangs are potentially stopped. Or, in my opinion, could be wrong here, but I think it's, it's an option for Secret Wars or, or the Kang Dynasty. Obviously, as we know, in Secret Wars, like, um, Secret Doctor Wars. Doom... Secret Wars is going to be nuts. Yeah, Doctor Doom that put like villains on different planets and uh, the superheroes and different planets and different universes and they fight and it's a multiversal war, okay? And that's something that was mentioned a lot in episode six of uh, of Loki, a multiversal war. Loki's you back this year, buddy. Yeah. And I think an option could be a world of kind versing a bunch of superheroes. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that would be awesome. That would be that would be pretty cool to see, man. Uh, and, and let's go into the second post credit scene where we're met by our favourite Tom Hiddleston, aka Loki. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the damn the show. Was a Loki too, by the way. Um, course, again, you're, you're, I feel like you're our MCU correspondent more than anyone else. <laughs> uh, what did you see in that post credit scene that excited you so much? Because <laughs> firstly, obviously, leads in towards it it, it. it leads off. Leads off the back of firstly Loki one and yeah. leads into Loki two. Correct. Yeah. Um, Woody Harrison, man, I love you, bro. Thank you, um, but yeah, with uh, with 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 um, 
that scene, I think it was incredible. It showed it showed Loki's motivation. It showed his knowledge because obviously at the end of of you know, of of a Loki uh, season one, right? He was trying to convince Sylvia, like, yo, he could be telling the truth here. I believe him. I, I'm a liar. He's also a liar, right? I know when he's. I I, I know when when liars are not lying. Okay, he's not lying. And Sylvia just moved mad in it. Okay, dickhead, you all that. But this guy. The way that he, they went back in time, okay, to find, in my opinion, what I was saying to you guys, I think they found the original Kang. The Kang that, um, uh, how he, he remains told the story, he said, like, there was a scientist in the, in the 31st century. That's what he said. There was a scientist in the 31st century um, that was discovering about the multiverse. And then he went into other multiverses and found Kangs that were also learning about the same thing. He just got there first. I think that's the first one. And this is, this is where I guess they've done a good job of building, even though it took a post-credit scene, they did a good job of building the series into the film. This is where it worked. This is where it works. And I guess it's because, because of stakes, it's because of the characters who you care about, the characters who you want to know more about. Uh, so whether that be whether that's Kang, you want to know about more Loki's journey and his character arc. Even the fear in his face when he said, oh, so "That's Tom him." Tom Hiddleston's a great actor. Do Do you know what that scene? Have you guys watched the Prestige? Mm, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. So um, when we saw Kang, the first thing that came to mind was Nikola Tesla mm. in the Prestige, where and obviously Nikola Tesla, uh, Nikola Tesla, he um, creates clones. Mm. So I don't I don't know if if there was any connection. I'm sure there's some some small. Yeah, I mean, like this has film is inspired man. by loads of things. Like CBC, Rick and Morty. We see Star Wars. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some prestige, you know, inspiration behind it. Greatest film of all time. Let's do each a 30 second rating out of. Oh, I've got one already. Out of 10, and a a mini review. 30 seconds each. I'm gonna go. go first. Go. I'm gonna give the film a, a low seven, which is still a seven. I enjoyed Save a score. I enjoyed and I enjoyed Paul Rudd. I enjoyed uh Cassie Cassie Lang mm-hmm. character, great introduction. Introduction to this older Cassie. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer, incredible. Shout out to you. Friend of the show. Cool. Come on anytime. Not like that. Anyway. Um I really enjoyed <laughs> Jonathan Majors. Of course, so Jonathan Majors was superb. Um and I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. Love the world building, the the Star Wars kind of feeling towards it. Criticisms writing towards the third act as you mentioned the lack of stakes the lack of gravitas the lack of loss i needed something to happen to make this kang feel as bad and as menacing as he as he was so i'm gonna give it a low seven um i don't agree with the six i think that's harsh there were some small cgi green screen things but i can overlook those things because i know what this film is i know what the mcu is so if, if, am I going to complain about green screen and, and cinematography at every MCU film now? Because I don't know. Film was good. 7 1? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 7 1, 7 2. I, I might even go 7 0, you know. I might go 7 0. 7 0. All right. Cool. Strong. All right, cool. Um, good start to the MCU, uh, shall I say, uh, for Phase 5. Brings them in. Bing. Good. Ali up there, fam, because I'm about to say. Um, my view of the film, okay, I thought it was good. I, um, like, like I said before, okay, I, I thought it was a film that I kind of needed to kind of get hope back into the MCU. You know, I've always had hope, all right, but I, I, I needed it to, had hope. Yeah, but okay. I, but I needed it to be like universal hope. hope the film. Ah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, but like I'm, I'm like yeah. I thought it was, it was good. I thought it was a, it was uh, a really beautiful, like a beautiful, like you said, like world building film. 
and I really like that. Um, criticisms for me is that it's called Ant-Man and the Wasp, and the Wasp was nowhere to be seen. Just got squished on the wall. Love it. Okay. Um, that was a massive thing for me. If it's a co-film, then make it a co-film. Um, then, on to, uh, but what I, my, my, my greatest thing about it, okay, is in, in my opinion, you know how we said like, it doesn't have like how like Iron Man 1 felt like it wasn't a fantastic, it was a good film, it wasn't a fantastic film, but you, you, you had a feeling in the back of your neck, you go, something, something's happening here, man. This, okay, this is really cool. I felt the same thing about this film. I don't think it was a nine or an eight. I don't think it was a 10. You know, I think it was a film that was a good film and there was something in the back of my neck where I was like, oh my God. Maybe an ant or a wasp. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and it didn't even feel like the start of phase five. Do you know what it felt like? It, it felt like the start of phase one A. Like that's what that's what it felt like to me. Can I just like say? Start. Can I just say back to the Star Wars when we spoke about like with the with the rebellion and the fighting back towards Kang. Mm. It's like the em- the Empire Strikes Back feel. Like you like you act, there is actually a relation towards the titles of Star yeah. the Star Wars projects which were embedded within the tone of the film. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Shout out Disney as well, obviously. <laughs> What's the rating? Well, yeah, of course. The, you know, inspiration is inspiration. Yeah. Right, Manny, over to you. I didn't do, I didn't, I didn't do my rating. I'll give you a rating then. 7.8. 7.8. And, I, f- and I, I, I think, just saying, 7.8, I think when Loki 2 comes out, that, that might even go up to like a, to like an 8. But yeah. Okay. Without repeating what these men have said, um, good film. Enjoyed the comedic, comedic aspect of it. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was probably the highlight of the film for me. Good one. The introduction of Catherine's character, Cassie Lang, was um, a big highlight for me too. Yep. I enjoyed uh, a role throughout the film. Um, again, seeing Jonathan Major act out, bro, it's, it's a blessing. He's a really good actor. Um, appreciated that too. Um, and also, and also like seeing again the post credits scene, the, the Kangs. I, I, I am a bit excited in regards to what the Kangs could potentially do. I don't, I don't feel disappointed, disappointed in, in Kang specifically. Yeah. Just um, how he maybe he was used. How, how he was used in the third act, yes, but not not the um, acting, the, performance, yeah, yeah, the performance or the potential of the future Kangs. Um, first, first two acts were really good. I, I feel like it was really let down in, yeah. in, in the third act with, with, the, with the writing, and that's why it probably brings my score down to a six point five. Fucking hell. Okay, cool. Still, still good, good film. Sorry, cool. This is right. I don't think we're too far apart anyway. Seeing our views on this film, he, he's, he's got a high eight. <laughs> high, he's had a high seven. I don't know. Let me just <laughs> um, <laughs> post credit scene podcast. We are your first. We could, I think we did that in a separate, did that separate okay. clip or whatever. Um, but yeah, we are obviously honored and thankful to we are have Disney, Marvel, and anyone that was else was involved in our inv- invitation to the screening. Shout out to, shout out to AO, especially. Shout out to I gave it the, the British colonization uh, pronunciation, but shout out to IO for the invitation. Uh, thank you to everyone involved. We really enjoyed the film for, for the most part. Looking forward to the rest of the MCU. Uh, we're going to be covering everything MCU, everything film and cinema, and television, uh, and hopefully more press junkets, more conversations between great, great people within the field and the medium of film and television. That's the Post Credit Scene Podcast. It is a 14 HQ original. Myself, Gaz, Huss, and Manny in the building. Over and out. Boom. This is a Post Credit Scene Podcast brought to you by 14 HQ.